The one story that can supercharge your traffic, increase your conversions, is your customer story. I'm going to send you nine systems for finding and collecting those stories no matter where they happen. Just text GMS9 to 321-392-6692 or click the link in the show notes to get those today. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. This is Ian Garlic, and today we're going to talk content with a mother, an owner of the content company, an athlete, and she reads about 3,000 books a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sums it up pretty good. <laughs> In her free time, she sleeps. Kara McCarran, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome, Kara. So tell me, you, I mean, the content company, right? It seems pretty straightforward. Tell us what, it, what you guys do and, and how it's different. Um, so the content company, it, you're right, we, uh, we provide content. We write blogs, we write website content. Um, we've got about 60 writers and, um, you know, there's, the needs change all the time, but, you know, our sort of bread and butter, our blogs uh, and website content, some press releases. And I think the biggest distinction between us and everybody else um, is we really try to control our writing team. So we're not just putting a piece of content project up on a board and, and asking thousands of writers to bid on it. We personally will choose each writer for each project that our clients send to us. And our biggest strength is really working with you know, inbound agencies, SEO companies, ones that have a lot of like a higher volume of content and who are very, um, their content strategy is very strong and in place. So they're not looking to us to really come up with any strategies. They're really looking to us to hammer out some really amazing content for their clients. Um, but I think the biggest distinction is that human element. I think we, we tend to lose that quickly in, in the digital space because we can. And just based on conversations we've had with clients over the last few years, they love, we, because humans still love that human connection, but I think because we've been used to not having it, it's been, you know, it's, it's easy to just throw up a forum or a platform and say, okay, here, put your content needs there. Someone will grab it. Um, we talk to our clients, we order them pizza. We, you know, we do, we, we have a really close relationship with them. And then we have a really close relationship with our writers. And I think that combo is what's setting us above everybody else um, because you know we we want to do it slow and steady wins the race that's always kind of our philosophy and it might take longer to have those connections but those clients have been with us from the start and uh, they've only increased their business with us as time goes on so and that's awesome because you know i think five years ago you could just put content out there right you could just put anything out there write it get on odesk which is now i forget yep. what it is and you know just put content out and it got picked up on SEO, but now Google's algorithm's gotten so strong and Facebook's gotten so competitive that you have to actually put meaningful content out there. And it has to be, and it has to have some subtle characteristics reflecting the, 
the person marketing, right? Yep, absolutely. That's fantastic because yep. it's hard. If you, anyone out there does any marketing, you know, we, we do content for our clients and, you know, we do it well, but everyone's always kind of unhappy at points with the content. Right. And, <laughs> and having that relationship and understanding the person is so, so important. You know, how do you get to know someone and, and make sure that you know that it's the right content for them? Well, I mean, I, so a big part of it relies on the agency knowing their client. And then um, we always say that in the beginning of a relationship with a new agency, um, the creative brief process is a little bit you know, more involved than it would be, again, if you went to a larger, we'll call them a content farm, because that's really who we're up against. Um, but it's it's a phone call, you know, I'll, I'll get on the phone. I'm still at that point where I'm able to talk to all the, the people that we onboard and have a conversation, you know, I, I think the biggest, um, you know, we've done surveys, we've reached out to clients. And I think the biggest thing that they like is the ability to be very real with me. So if they've got a client that's squeaky, and we all have them, I mean, that's, that's just the nature of, of business. But they'll have a client that isn't, you know, that's a bit loud and crunchy, mm -hmm. we'll say. And so <laughs> that agency can call me and say, like, this client's a total pain in the butt, or this client, I get that they're misaligned from what they need but this is what we're going to move forward with. And they can have a really frank conversation with us that you can't, that I necessarily couldn't have with the, the end user. So I think they know what content needs to be pushed out and we can have a very open conversation about it. Um, but we take direction from the agencies. I mean, that's their role and their clients is working with their content strategy and figuring it out. But like most of what we do is still blogs. I mean, I know, and video, I know video is massive right now. And that's one of the things that we're lacking as a company. We've talked about it, to be honest. Um, but there's still the need for relevant, useful content that people want to engage and digest. A lot of it still is the blogging, website content, all that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, we often will get keywords, let's say, from a client for their client, and they'll just give us a, a whole bucket of keywords and say, okay, we'll come up with some titles. And we just think the way that we search and the way that we search is probably how you're going to search something or, or the other per, or their demographics going to search. So I think knowing, knowing that helps direct where the content's going. You're not just, I mean, there's often times that I'm kind of rambling on it, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of times where companies will send us titles and not agencies, but back when we weren't working with agencies and the titles were crazy. Like, and they would say, well, there's a high search volume for it. And I go, but you don't even do that. It has nothing to do with your business. <laughs> well, I want the traffic. I go, but you could have a million people hit your site. If none of them want what you sell, it's totally irrelevant. <laughs> that was, you know, that's how it used to be. So, I mean, I, I, I hope I've had because I've had those conversations. <laughs> I had a client who, um, when I worked in SEO, she said it was a travel agency and they wanted to rank for iPhone. And I said, but why? <laughs> like, where's the, well, because if there's, if they find me when they're looking for iPhones, they might want to buy a vacation. And I what? didn't know what to even do with that. Yeah. And I, you know, you have to be professional, but I was like, whoa. And this was back when it, when link building was it, that was the cat's meow. Right. But that's what she wanted. And I'm like, I can't like, sorry, this <laughs> can't. But that's, you know, so it's, oh, I've had some crazy stories along the way. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's, it's amazing. We talk about it all the time in our agency at Authentic Web. Um, you know, it's just people think 
it's the way they think and they read something and then they think it's magic that you can perform. Yep. And I'm like, would you do this in real life? If you know, if you're not, if you want to do it in real life, don't do it online. Yep. I say that to my, my daughters. If you say something you wouldn't want me to see, you shouldn't say it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. If you put something online that you wouldn't want mom to see, don't do it. That's your benchmark. And, and that's a great, that's a nice, simple rule. But it's a great rule for people to have. Right. And, you know, and um, yeah, it's so important. You know, that, that content line. So we have this problem all the time because people, you know, they, they don't want to write marketing copy. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to kind of have some marketing in it. And it can't be, you know, when we work with attorneys or we work with highly technical people, they want to write this technical copy that will turn people off. How do you have that discussion with someone? How, and how do you get them over that idea? Um, so for me, that, that one's pretty easy. And again, this is, you know, we're, this is if we're talking to the end user, which we don't have to do too often anymore, but even with the agencies. So really, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty, um, outspoken when it comes to this stuff, because at the end of the day, it's that business owner's money and they're going to waste it if they don't really come to the side that is going to produce money. And I always say, you know, you're not talking to industry experts. You're talking to the guy or gal who's sitting at their computer who wants, who needs your service. So we had an educational company years ago and it was challenging because there was three or four of them and, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen kind of situation. And they wanted things written very academically. And we kind of pushed back and said, you're not writing to somebody who is in an academic mindset. You're writing to the mom who's like, it was a tutoring company. You're writing to the mom who's sitting at 10 o'clock on her laptop, feeling really bad that her kid's failing and really wants to help them. That's who you're talking to. And I find when you just remind the end user and the business owner that, because lawyers do it, doctors do it. Lots of the, you know, highly skilled, highly educated people like to talk that way. And I, we always say to them, that's not going to convert because again, at the end of the day, regardless of what kind of content you're putting out there, it needs to convert. And the, the way that you increase your conversions is really giving somebody something they need versus shoving information at them that they don't want. Yep. Um, but having the convert, you know, just being really frank about it, I'll say, do you want to grow your business or do you want to be right? <laughs> so simple. Uh, and most people will say, well, I want to grow my business. And I'll say, okay, so this is how that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah. And, and just because you've grown your business to, this is something for everyone to listen to. Just because you've grown your business to a certain point doesn't mean you're a marketing expert. No. It doesn't. You know, you can have a multi-million dollar business through, you know, you've done a great work and, but that doesn't mean you know what people want in the writing. That's right. 100%. And a lot of times you get to that point just by, not fluke, but there's a point where you get to without even having to think about marketing yet, a lot of businesses will get there. And then all of a sudden they plateau and it's like, okay, now I have to put on a marketing hat. Now we should write in. Often we'll hear, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I don't know why. Or, And you have to say to them, like, the website is like a storefront. If it's content on it is garbage, it's not going to do anything. No one's going to walk in. Yep. So I think a lot of business owners get trapped in that. Well, I've done so well for the last 10 years and I have barely even looked at my website. Well, that was for 10 years. And now what's happening? You're plateaued. Yep. yep. You have to look at it in a different light. Well, and, and everything's just shifting so fast because we're in a different day and age where instead of 
you know, where the user, the end user, the true end user, not your client, but the client's client is now used to things being perfect for them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, before we had to make that leap, I, I always talk about the yellow pages, yep. you know, where we had to figure out, well, oh, my window's broken. Well, where should I look in the yellow page? And then blah, blah, blah. Now I can be like, hey, my window's cracked, Google. What should I do? Yeah, <laughs> totally different. It's like such a, and I'm, I feel really lucky and blessed that I got to see the whole, like, I mean, not the whole, but, you know, I've been in marketing for 20 years and I've seen it. I sold my first gig was selling advertising in magazines. I've seen it all. Yeah. Wow. It has shifted like dramatically. And it's, it's that push pull thing. It's so different, you know, inbound, the inbound philosophy, which we were into is, is a really gentle way, but you still have to do something, which I should eat my words because we're not doing enough of it, but well, it's, it's, you aren't doing it. And that's all of our problems as marketers. Um, and you know, if you are a marketing agency listening to this, your number one job should be, if you're the owner should be getting business and marketing. And that's a tough shift because you want to service your clients. Um, but on that note, going back to something you said, that's really genius. And if you're looking to hire and someone listening to this is ever looking to hire a great marketer, listen for what Kara said earlier. She said, it's your, I'm writing to the mom at 10 o'clock at night at the computer, wondering what she should do and feeling bad about her child failing. That's the person marketing in the situation. And that's situational marketing is a sign of a genius marketer. And that's great that you said that because that's the way that you convert people. And I tell people all this time, people don't buy because of who they are, they buy because of the situation, right? And so that's great that you said that. And everyone should be thinking that way. What situation is the person in reading this? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, and so on, on that note, let's talk about your marketing, your, the marketing for the content company mm-hmm. or in just your marketing. It's a lack of, but yes. <laughs> What's worked well for you up until now? Um, so I think two things have worked very well. Um, and this is, and I know, uh, I've talked about this before with other marketers and other business owners but so the first thing I mean is not so much marketing but it you know in the beginning I was dialing for dollars I was getting back on the phone I was sending warm emails talking to people about their content and that's literally how we started to win was me talking to you about how happy are you with your current content provider because the bottom line is that everybody that we would do business with already is using some form of content production, whether it's the big companies or somebody in-house. So <clears throat> warming them up, sending a, an introductory email. And, and it's tricky because in most businesses that doesn't work, but it's a small niche community. Once people get wind of, you know, that I'm actually not just sending form emails to them and I'm really researching and, and getting them on the phone and all that sort of thing. So that worked well. Um, the other thing that we've discovered um, is trade shows for us is a huge, 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 and again, and the reason those work is because I'm able to have this kind, kind of conversation with a prospect. Um, so those are the two main things I think we do. We do do inbound marketing, but like I've told you a few times, it's you know we're struggling. We're struggling to get our own content produced and, and out the door. Um, we have some sense of you know well we have a, a strategy in our in place and that we've got you know, goals and all that sort of thing that we want to do, keyword strategy, all that. But 
I find the challenge is, is implementing it and executing it consistently. We will execute great for two or three weeks, pump out a bunch of really amazing content and then crickets because stuff happened or we're in a growth period and I can't do it or Ken, my husband can't do it. Um, he's really the genius behind all the content for us. He's the original copywriter that he and I started. And now we've got, like I said, we've got up to 60 writers on our roster. That's awesome. Um, but so obviously I, we would like for him to be able to do it all the time, but that, again, that becomes the challenge. So I think, um, and then, you know, coming from SEO. So the, those are the wins I would say are, are not to sound egomaniacal about it, but the, the win is me getting in front of someone and being able to talk yep. because I know exactly, you know, as a, as the owner, we know exactly what needs to be said, how it needs to be said, whether it needs to be said. Um, but the challenge, our biggest challenge is the, the, the execution of it. And then, you know, as somebody who's been in SEO and SEM for a number of years and marketing in general, I'm even overwhelmed by all my choices. Yes. And I, I, so that I, I look back at when I was an account director and stuff at agencies and I think, God, like if I don't get it, how did they ever even get it? Any of it? Because they knew way less than I do. And I still feel overwhelmed by everything like Snapchat and like, yeah, it's, it's, there's a point where it's like, okay, this is enough. Um, <laughs> it's I not going to, away though. I know. And that's the thing is, so I, I look at it, you know, and I think, okay, I like, we have all our social buttons on our site and all that. And, and I, we sort of keep on top of it, but not, I mean, Jason Swank looked at my stuff and he's like, yo, buddy, there's no content on your site. And I'm like, I'm aware of that. He's like, well, so I know that. And, um, so it, it's, I'm a bit overwhelmed to be honest by all the options and all the choices. And like, what do I hit first? Am I, you know, if you, I, I've got a list of different content ideas and formats, there's like 30 things on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, what's going to get, and then the other, the other big challenge for us is who our market is because we're not going after the end user as in the business so much, unless they have a strong content strategy in place, um, going after agencies, that's a much smaller pool. And you and I, if we talk, it's easy, but where are you looking for me or are you looking for me? And that, that's the other big question mark is, and that's why the, the industry trade shows are really beneficial to us because we know we're all in the same industry and arena. Um, but yeah, that's, that's some of the wins and some of the losses there. Gotcha. Yeah. It, you know, what I do. <laughs> you know, I think it, it, this is the worst part for most great marketers is because they know everything that they can do. And so they have the execution paralysis. Right. And you sit there and you're like, oh my God, and it's going to take hours. Plus when it's your format, when it's writing, you want it to be perfect. Right. So then there's that additional system that there's that additional hurdle. Yeah. So two things right away. I mean, I would start getting stuff out and say, it's all right. If it's not gonna be perfect, it, cause version done, I don't know if you saw our new t-shirt version done is better than version none. Oh, and, and, I have not. And I do love that. And we'll, well, I'll send you one. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Just go over. It's on, fa- on my Facebook page. Just send okay. us uh, your size. Um, not everyone listening to this, just Kara. <laughs> 4,000 people. Excuse me. I think uh, I'm entitled to a shirt, please. <laughs>
So my immediate instinct for you is to start with Facebook Live. And this might push for most people that are at this point and start talking, you know, identify what an agency owner wants. Right. And just make a list of their wants. And then you talk about what they want and then what they really need and the reason they're not doing it. Okay. That they're alibis. Their wants, needs, and alibis. It's, it, 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 and you just you do it. You set a timer for 10 minutes. Because what's cool about Facebook Live is you, you test it out. This is your testing ground for the format and see if people get in front of it. And then what you can do is do some boosted posts. Boost those Facebook posts. Yep. Spend a few bucks. See what you get and see what people, you know, what they're talking about. And, and know this is that you're going to want to do 20 different versions of the same talk. Because people are going to forget. I mean, yeah. I do this thing. I like What I found is that what people really want on the video side, they, they, what they want is the gear. Even though I know what they need is a system. Right. It, but what they want is the gear. So I'm fine with that. You know, I, I'd rather, like you said, I'd rather not be right and tell them what they need. Hmm. And tell them what they want. And then when they start listening to me, they listen to what they, they get need. get it eventually. Yeah. Then they listen to you. It's like mindset stuff. I did that mindset yep. Monday stuff. Most people, everyone needs it. But very few people want it. Everyone thinks they've got the right mindset. Yeah. So I would just set aside five, ten minutes a day at, you know, around noon Eastern or 5 p.m. Eastern and start doing, you know, 10 minutes of content. Because it'll, okay. it'll get you talking and it'll get all that content out of your head. Because right. here's the big problem about our own personal content development is that when it's in our head, we're overworking that one piece instead of coming up with new ideas. Right. We're if you're over- in your head, you're dead. Yeah. It, and, you know, and that's where, you know, you said, well, these people don't know as much as me, but they're getting out there. It's because they're, I don't know if they're just too dumb to know better. I think a lot of them are. Like, I, I, I no offense, but there's a lot of people out there that I'm like, eh, that are making. It's, they're just ignorant. Yeah. And they're just, they they're just don't just know any better. Them. Yeah. You know? Right. And a lot of the smart people want to show how smart they are instead of saying, oh, this is what you this is what you want. I'm going to give it what you want. So, yeah, back to like, you know, I I've told people a thousand times what type microphone they need. They need still everyone asks me, well, what microphone should I use? So I'm doing like 10 different versions of, of a microphone thing. Right. You know, it, it's as simple as that. You know, how much what do I want to know? How much should I pay a content developer? Right. And then you can tell them what they need. What's the true cost of a content developer? You know, or what's the true cost of outsourcing to a bad content developer? Right. You know, and the other thing about it too is you need to get your face out there because you you told me is he that did tell you. Well, you you just said you know the most successful part, my biggest success uh-huh. is when I talk to people. Well, right. You know, Facebook videos can get you in front of people. I look at the content company. And I'm like, you guys have a great story. And every time I talk to you, I'm like, oh, man, you have such a great story. You're great. You're an amazing person. You guys care about what you do. You understand this. You've been in it for a long time. And then I look at it, and I'm like, is this Indian outsourcing? Right. You know, um, getting your faces all over it. And this place to start is just, it's Facebook Live is a great place. Okay. Plus, you know, start putting your face on, on Twitter. Because there are a lot of agencies out there trying to figure out Twitter. Right. Okay. So, you know, you figure out those are the two places. LinkedIn isn't going to be great for you. There's some agencies like trying to poach clients off of LinkedIn. 
I'm not I'm not seeing a lot of success. Jason's talked about it, but I don't know. You know, but be that be that resource on the content development side for agencies. Right. Because Which no- we are, which that's the that's the funniest part is that we are. We're just not I just I'm having trouble getting Well, by resource I mean you know, just be right, so right. beneficial on video because video, the great part about video is it's not and, and it's not your format, right? right. Yeah. So and then you can take these Facebook live videos, download them, throw it on YouTube if you want. You know, and then you get better and also get your, you know, what are the top 20 questions that people ask you right. when they call you? Because I don't see FAQ on your site and you could get it out on Facebook live. And there is. Don't see if you panicked. There is. It might not be good though. I don't see it though. It's not in the. It, I guess it's. It's not on the main. No, it's not on the main nav. It's in the about us. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe that's an adjustment yeah, for make sure. Make okay. the adjustment there. Um. You know, and start getting some of those terms like outsourcing content. Mm-hmm. Outsourcing, and especially within your verticals, right? The the hard verticals. Right. Yeah, the, that you guys excel in. What are the challenges in it? Right. I think those are some great places for you to start because you'll become an authority quickly. And when I say become a resource, I mean not just an end resource, but a, a front end resource of right. knowledge. Yeah. You know, how do you, tra- maybe how do you train a content developer? It's, it's like, you don't have to give your all way all your secrets. Right. But the people that are going to train a content developer eventually are going to train a content developer. But, you know, and then you can, and then you put into your funnel, what's the real cost of training? Cause I know, cause we go through so many content developers right. and I'm like, oh, you know, well, yeah, yeah, this piece costs, you know, 15, $20 an hour. So it costs two hours, you know, 40, but what's the real cost of hiring that person, the person not doing it well, the person showing up, et cetera. You know, all of a sudden that, that blog piece is a thousand dollars. Yeah. And it happens all the time. Yeah. And, you know, and, so, and talked about that in little pieces. Don't what about the video side? Because I definitely I know that's that's the weakness is that you know me my comfort level on doing all of this stuff that you're saying. But I'm I have done a few and I'm getting more comfortable and all that kind of stuff. But so just technically or logistically, are there you know cameras that you recommend or ways to do it, or is an iPhone just sufficient, or what get, sort of like get an iPhone. There's on my page, there's the download with the, the mics and the tripods. Oh. I just did a thing on the tripod I'd use. Get a small tripod to start yeah. out yeah. Get, and get the uh, square jellyfish attachment. The reason I like the square jellyfish is because it can turn. And it's also the best iPhone holder attachment I've, I've tested. It doesn't get wobbly. Cool. Okay. Um, which I've tested them all. <laughs> like, I bet if, you have. <laughs> you, you look, if you look at my office, it's, it's shameful how much junk gear i have in here um but anyways get that and start doing it right yeah and then when something starts to take off that's the thing you you hold on to right. i i just did an interview with tucker max and um i don't know if you know who he is but you yeah. know he's he's written he's sold three million copies of books whatever and his new his new company is book in a box and he's like yeah, it's because I tried all this different stuff and, you know, I just let it go when it didn't work, but he got it out and did it. Right. And and that's the key is to get it out and do it and get that version one done. And then when you get to a point where you're like, 
these are the key tenants that we need to talk about. And this is our story that we need to get out there. That's when you overwork it, right? Because you right. know it's what people want. And that's the beauty of the internet now. You know, it, it's you were in the advertising days when an ad had to be perfect because it was going yes. and it was going to sit on someone's thing. You know, Brian Dice is one of the most famous marketers out there right now. And, you know, half the people A that I talk to have no idea who he is. Actually, probably about 90% of the people don't know. And, you know, I get about a thousand emails from him a day. And I still am like, oh, what is this? And I read it and I'm like, right. oh. oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. But, so people, we all have to get over ourselves. Right. Even if you make a huge mistake, I mean, look at, look at the political party. These are the right. people that are going to run the United States. And you're in Canada, thank God. I'll be there on election day. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, people forget. So I remember that whenever you, you're frozen, remember right. that people forget and they'll forget this stuff. And if you do make, if you mess it up, whatever, embrace it and move right. on. That's good. That's actually excellent advice. That works. hits home for sure. Yeah. And I, I have to do it. We all have to do it, but just do it. Get it out there. Okay, I will. Um, and then, you know, as you since you have SEO background, mm -hmm. as you find these terms that people are really asking you about, what's the thing that these questions that they're asking you on Facebook mm -hmm. Live? Not only respond to them on Facebook Live and do videos, but then those are the ones that you want to make YouTube videos for. Yes, and, and yes. optimize for YouTube. Okay. YouTube's the place where people go to learn. Right. And you know, it's it's elements of a great press release all this stuff you're here on like i'm like i want to know about you know you have crowdfunding on here writing for crowdfunding i'm like i want to yep. know about that i would watch all those videos right it's all about the videos yeah okay well it's not it's not all about the it videos is, but, but it, it, it is. for you it is because if you write this you and your husband are not going to ever get it done right but if you say it it's your face is out there and then when someone meets you at those events they're gonna be like oh there's kara you know, so just set aside 10 minutes. Yeah, that's not a huge 10 minutes. That's easy. Just 10 minutes and do it. It's, it's easy to stop. And when you stop doing it, because you're going to stop doing it at some point, when you break down, say, <laughs> okay, say, okay, I'm going to do two minutes. I'm just going right. to do two minutes for this week. Only two minutes. Because that's, I mean, that's my way to get back up and doing something. Because we all fall down. Um, yeah, so let's, I want to see that and then do a, a version one of your about us video with, with, you know, one idea I have, and this might overcomplicate you a little bit, but one idea I have for you is do it on your iPhone, have some fun with it because the new iPhones have, um, iMovie on it and they have trailers that you can just pop the, like pop images into if you want. Okay. So, and you can make a, a video trailer for your about us page. Oh, look at that. Maybe that's what I'll be doing this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, but just get Look it out that. there. Get it version one out there. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. And it'll be awesome. Yeah, because if you can sell, I tell people this all the time, if you can sell in real life, all you have to do is be that person online. Right. Yeah. And that's the, that's the part too that I get tripped up on is because as soon as there's, I'm aware of it being taped, I'm like, you think all of a sudden you have to switch personas, but 
Mm-hmm. And I, I did do an interview style about us about three weeks ago. I think I mentioned it. Yeah. Um, it didn't turn out sound and quality wise like it needed to, but it was a lot easier uh, being interviewed. That's one of the, that was a huge difference Yep. Um, rather than just me blabbing about something. But yeah, it, it was, um, it was, it looked normal because I was having a normal conversation and I always think, well, like, why can't I just be normal when I'm doing a video? But it's just comfort and get practice, right? Like it practice is. being yourself, it sounds ridiculous, but yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing is to practice just being who we are instead of putting on a show, for lack of a better way to put it. You know, the easiest way to even be who you are better since you're a good salesperson is picture your ideal client, picture your best client and how you're, how you're going to help them. Right. And talk to that person. And yeah. just and, and that's it. And like in that interview style, just talk to that person. Right. Okay. And awesome. because right now, well, that's what a lot of people do. They get in front of the camera, like, I have to talk to a million people. Right. Yeah. And you freak out. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, if you got I, I'm guessing if you got an extra 10, 15 clients a week, you'd be happy. Oh yeah. So if you got a hundred people to watch your video. And ten to fifteen of them liked you. Over the course of a year, you would up. build that up. Yep. And that's just a hundred people. Yeah. You know, a hundred of your ideal clients, they're out there. There's thousands upon thousands of agencies. Yeah. So you'll do this. It'll be awesome. That's amazing advice. I love it. It's oh, good. I love it. I, well, you're doing great work Thank and you. people need you, so they need to hear about you. It's awesome. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Uh, what do you have planned for the weekend? Uh, the kids are getting carted off to the grandparents. And so uh, we're going to go downtown Toronto and have some dinner, go to a movie and chill out. And do like my wife and I do and, and be like, oh, my God, wow, it's so late. What time is it? Oh, it's 830. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you have all these lofty plans and you end up sitting at home with the pizza instead. <laughs> Either way, it'll be wonderful and quiet. Uh, we're excited. I'll go to the gym, of course. but Awesome. Awesome. So Kara, uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, getawesomecontent.com is that your website? Getawesomecontent.com. We'll put that link in the show show notes, the content company. If you need content, give her a call. If you're an awesome person or an awesome agency and want the best. Kara, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. It It was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much and take action and everyone else out there, take action. Version done is better than version none. Get it done. And it's been Iron Garlic in the Garlic Marketing Show. And uh, have some success this week. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Iron Garlic on Facebook. 